Welcome to Align Your Practice, an exploration of the seamless relationship between the business of chiropractic and the future of natural health care. Join us as we engage with an array of talent, from seasoned experts to passionate new entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Dr. Joe Esposito. Hello and welcome to the Align Your Practice podcast. This is Dr. Joe Esposito. I'm excited for one of the closeout podcasts of the year. We're really talking about that new year, new you. I have a repeated guest here, Dr. Christina Carmen. How are you today, Doc? Oh, very well. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm excited to talk about the end of the year because as a clinician yourself, we all know that this is a very meaningful time for, for not only the patients, which is what we think about all the time, but for the clinicians that are taking care of treating, supporting, and guiding the patient. And that's what I want to talk about today is about rejuvenating the clinician <laughs> so they can rejuvenate their patients. How does that sound? Oh, amazing. And definitely an area very close to my heart, certainly. I remember what it was like being, uh, being uh, very early on in my practice and how easy it is actually to burn out. Um, oh, yeah. And it's so important to uh, to give yourself the tools to refill your own cup. So for all of you that feel that burnout, this is for you. <laughs> so let's break this down a little bit. One of the things I see is that the focus at the end of the year, again, patient or clinician, is such a focus on next year, such a focus on forecasting the next level, the next goal, how to push, push, push. And I don't think we spend enough time uh, retrospectively. I don't think we spend enough time looking at our previous behaviors and make the statement that this behavior no longer serves me or some kind of realization. Because what I see in life is I have to create a vacuum of actions, behaviors, and thoughts in order to inspire and have the creativity to create new thoughts, new behaviors, new actions, right? We always think more and more and more, and I'm going to do more. I'm like, no, 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 let's stop and let's do reflection before we do forecasting and, and goal setting in the future. How, do you, how does that resonate with you and your journey as a clinician or, uh, and supporting patients? Yeah, very much so, actually. I, I think, actually, that's really very beautifully put and uh, a very, very necessary message as we as we continue on this this path as clinicians of serving others, you, we have to take the time. We have to, 100% have to take the time to take a step back and reflect on how far we've come and where we are right now. Because I truly believe, and I can see this even in, if you do apply this type of practice into the way that you care for patients, you become a better clinician because you're much more present and you're much more aware. So really taking the time to take a step back and look at the whole picture, look at how far you've come, um, maybe look at some of the areas that you could improve on and that takes some humility and some getting out of our own way in order to do that, taking some time, maybe that's writing it down, making taking those moments to reflect i'm a big proponent on you know journaling and uh mind dumping and writing everything down because it's, it gives you the headspace we live too much in here and we don't feel enough in here and actually think i think moving forward 
we need to understand what this feels like in order to make those decisions moving forward for the new year, not only for ourselves as clinicians, but for patients. The other thing is there is no room for gratitude if you are not in a position of openness and awareness. If you're rustling and hustling and trying to you know, meet your bottom line and rushing, 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 you've got to do more, 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 you don't have the space for gratitude. And gratitude is your gateway to content, contentment and contentment is your gateway to joy. Love it. And ultimately, this is what we need. This is what we need as clinicians. So less about the more, more, more and more about <sighs> let's breathe. Let's take a pause. Let's take a moment to reflect and use this time. I mean, it's come at us as well. At the end of the year, it's like a real hallmark point where a lot of us, you know, maybe take some time off. Maybe our clinics are closed. Um, you know, maybe we spend some time with family. Maybe that's giving us some anxiety on its own, but it's also an opportunity to, to reflect rather than look too much forward. You can do that as well, but take time to reflect. Yeah. So I think, um, the first thing clinicians need to do is break the story that you have to work more, more tasks, more jobs, more projects to gain more success. You just have to break that story in your mind because that's simply not true. I've proven it in many different businesses over the years that it's not more work. The first thing I advise you to do, so if you want to take some notes, practical steps here. First is what are you going to cut out? Subscriptions, uh, opt out of emails, newsletters, groups that you're part of, relationships that don't serve you, that actually take away from you. Like, let's make a list of all of that uh, and starting cut down. Cut down the email coming into your inbox by 30% before the first of the year. Cut out 30% of relationships that are actually um, not symbiotic, but they're more of a, um, a one-sided parasitic type relationship. So modify it, change the context of it from good friend to acquaintance, from a business partner to associate to like modify as you need to keep some separation from the parasitic relationships in your life. You don't always have to end them. It could be family, it could be a, a longtime friend that you still have uh, the need and the desire to connect, but just uh, keeps arm's length in some of these things. Look at the patients that are not following your process, your system, and literally taking so much energy and end and relationships with certain patients that don't follow your systems that take away too much energy from you. So first is, what are you gonna stop? Create the gap. The only way to fill with more success in life is to create the gap. The second thing is you gotta buy into the mindset that you could produce double the results in half the time in everything you do workshop, seeing patients, planning, marketing, commit yourself to answer the question, how can I get double the impact in half the time? And if you ask the right question, you're gonna get the right answer. And the third thing I want you to do is sit down and write down now exactly what you're doing to rejuvenate yourself. And I'll ask you a bunch of questions. Are you taking a nap throughout the day? Are you meditating? Are you praying? Are you doing deep breathing? Are you hiking? Are you walking? Are you stretching? Are you listening to music? Are you getting massaged? Are you taking your nutrients? Are you drinking your water? Are you, and I can go on and on. Uh, and then try to do some um, 
uh, rejuvenation stacking mindset. So you can get a massage while listening to your favorite podcast after going for a run and listening to your favorite music. So within one hour, you went for a 20-minute run. Let's say you're listening to your podcast. Then you got a massage while listening to your favorite music, and you're doing all that in 40 minutes. Like it's not a time thing, guys. It's a creative and a discipline thing. So those are the three steps I would recommend that you do. So you are ready January 1st to serve more intently, more authentically, and, uh, and, and more present time consciousness around the relationship with the patient. Not more time with them, uh, but more authentic and deeper connection to provide a deeper healing experience, which will drive referrals, increase your business and whatnot. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? A hundred percent, hundred percent agree. I think the the boundaries is one of the things that we don't talk about enough or we don't celebrate enough. Uh, and, you know, no is a full sentence. You can say no. And I know it's very difficult to do that, especially with relationships and with people around you. But we have to in order to support ourselves. And that might take some deep conversations with your partner, with, you know, your spouse or whoever it is, with your family members in order for you to be able to have the space and the time in order to do those things like the run and the massage and all of those things. Those are your non-negotiables and you have to decide what are your non-negotiable things that you will not compromise on. Uh, and and guys, I'm saying this from like experience, major experience, and I'm not saying that I'm perfect because I still struggle with this even today, but it's something that's really very important to me as a clinician moving at, you know, consciously, consciously, I'm reminding myself, what are your non-negotiables? And it wavers, it does, because life gets in the way, but we still have to come back to that balance. And that balance is what you have to decide for yourself. And that comes around making those boundaries or putting those boundaries in place, learning to say no, maybe learning to say yes to some things, maybe accepting more help, if that means, and that's difficult for us sometimes, particularly if we're used to working on our own, that's me definitely, but, you know, saying yes and, you know, offloading some of the load so it's not always on your shoulder, shoulders um, is really very trivial and very, very important. So what is it? What is what is going to fill your cup that you can very slowly start to filter and integrate into your life and into your day? And it, it may not be um, possible to do an hour run or an hour timeout. It might have to be in small pockets in the day. Maybe it's even simple things like, you know, you have to go grocery shopping at the end of the day, at the end of a long day. You park at the end of the car park and you take the time to slowly walk in while you're just letting the day go. I love personally either taking a bath or a shower at the end of the day because figuratively and even in my mind meditative, meditatively, I'm using that water to wash the day away. So it's those beautiful little little tips and those little rituals that you can very slowly integrate into your life that it's going to support you and to nourish you. You know, that might not work for you, but maybe setting a timer or setting several timers on your phone to remind you to drink water while you're seeing patient after patient after patient. So you're constantly making sure that you are, you know, hydrated and you're nourished. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we're talking the same message here is that we have to say no, we have to clear up our schedule. We got to open space. So at the end of the year, you want to start purging, cleaning, 
uh, ending, stopping things to, to rebirth yourself in, in a better consciousness, a better position, a better mindset in January. So this is a time of, you know, slowing down and peeling things away. So I love your message on no is a complete sentence. I'd highly recommend if you, if this is resonated with you reading the book, essentialism, which really helps you understand that about 80% of what we process in a day has minimal to no value. That sounds crazy that much of your efforts, but a lot of what we do yesterday is just things that we've done last year because we were told or we thought was the best thing to do and we continue to do these things. A lot of what we do is not impactful for yourself or for your uh, your mission. So challenge chronic behaviors uh, and follow Dr. Christina's advice of no is a full sentence. Another way you could say it if you have a hard time saying no is saying, I can't, I can't say yes right now. But uh, if things change in the future, I'll definitely let you know. So that's a combination of Brian Tracy, essentialism, uh, and a couple of others into one, into two sentences. I can't say yes right now is another way of saying no. And then you could follow up with a kind, authentic response. If something changes in the future, I'll be sure to let you know. So it leaves the door open so you still feel comfortable. Maybe I do want to do it, but I really don't have the time. Well, I'm leaving the door open. If something magically changes, my schedule frees up. I would love to call and add that to my day or my project. So that's just some things you guys can add. I think that would be helpful. Yeah. I'm at capacity. You know, we can say that. And actually, it's a nicer way of saying no. Yeah. To something. yeah, it doesn't mean it's no forever. It's just right now you're not able to. And that's it takes a lot of strength to do that, guys. So honestly, it's not uh, it. I do understand it comes with some difficulty because we think, yes, yeah, business owners as well, that we have to hustle, we have to go, we have to go, go, go. And we're already putting, you know, all the emails that I've been getting now is like, you know, how to recession proof your practice and how to project for 2024 and do all this stuff. It is so overwhelming. It truly, truly is. And we've done this. We're running into the new year without actually taking time to pause and to reflect. The interesting thing is in naturopathic medicine, like true naturopathic medicine, and maybe Dr. Joe, you, you'll resonate with this, is that the new year, January, is actually some of the worst time or the worst time when it comes to uh, putting a lot of new goals in place, particularly around like cleansing the body. Anything that's really harsh and um, very intense is actually better saved for March time when your liver energy is a little bit higher and stronger. You think of even in nature, what are the herbs and the, the, the plants that grow in abundance in the spring? And that's dandelion, wild garlic, um, arugula, all of these are very, and um, asparagus, these are amazing liver cleansing um, herbs and vegetables. And actually this is the time when we should be really putting forward like that really strong kind of energy. Now, does that mean that in January you can't start sowing those seeds and putting some um, plans in place for something really strong and really, you know, like, so that when come March, you can go full force? Absolutely not. So this concept of new year, new you, yes, have that in the mind, in your mindset and have that, you know, start putting the plans in place, but still cultivate the beautiful energy of the winter, which is a time of hibernation, a time of nourishing, a time of eating maybe more root type vegetables that are actually really grounding 
so that your foundation is strong. So in the spring, then you can launch into something really beautiful. So maybe that's a different energy and maybe yeah, that takes that's, a little pressure off January, you know? That's different than I've, I've heard, but uh, that, that sounds awesome. It's interesting what you said about the, uh, the way the plants are, um, are maturing at that time of year. Very interesting. So uh, no, I'll have to take that take that advice and, and reflect on it. But yeah, usually I do, uh, I spend the November, December in a lot of reflection and a lot of uh, uh, learning how to say no and cleaning things up to create space, create gap. And then I, I reflect and in January, I start repositioning my behaviors and my, my thoughts. So, but that's uh, another another uh, added benefit. I, I, like, I like what you said. Yeah, so go, go at it gently, you know, the reflection can be there, the plans can be there, but maybe give yourself the space and the time to really let it sit with you and really resonate with you. You know, there's a reason why resolutions don't work. There's a reason why people really struggle with dry January or they really struggle with like really extreme, um, really extreme cleansing programs. I'm not saying, for example, like the UBC program is much more gentle when it comes 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 to you because you're really, the whole point of the program, for example, is to look at awareness and reflection. And that's a really beautiful thing to do. But I'm talking about really intense, like weight loss and like, you know, very, very harsh things. Save that for when you've really prepared your body and the energy is better in order to receive it. Awesome. No, great messaging. So yeah, in recap, to, to close up this session is uh, we're both speaking around the uh, the purging and the, the elimination of excess in the life, non-essentials uh, in everything from work, tasks, relationships, behaviors, and thoughts that are not serving you. I do like the freeing statement of this this thought process, this story, or this behavior no longer serves me. Because sometimes they do serve you. If you're in a, in a scarcity place in life that you have to think in scarcity, sometimes that serves you. Uh, so as you nurture yourself and migrate to a different position in life, you have to begin to let go of some of the things that you're telling yourself that are holding you back from your next level of uh, experience in life. So uh, that's some of the takeaways. Uh, we talked about looking at your rejuvenation, making a list and realizing the gaps that you have in your life and start really repositioning slowly over that first quarter. What can I do to enhance my rejuvenation? Um, and reflection, like I said, back on the other things and uh, leading the year with how can I produce double the impact in half the time? I don't want you always to think it's more, 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 more work, more hours, more stress, more. That's not the way to create even the business success that you're after. It is actually less, more purposeful, more intentional, um, and more impactful. So that's my closing thoughts. How about you, uh, Dad? Oh, 100%. I mean, I love that. I completely love that. You know, make space so you let it flow. And in a lot of that comes down to, you know, getting out of our own ways in order for that to happen. And also, I think sometimes defining what does success mean to you is a really important one as well, because it will mean something different to everyone. But often when we push too hard for things, that's when actually it runs out, you know, it runs away from us. So step, taking a step back and looking at the big picture um, in, 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 and reminding you, you know, what are you passionate about? What is it that's going to really fuel you and drive you? And in order to do that, you need the space. You need to give yourself space so you can let it flow. Awesome. 
Well, thank you all for listening. And, uh, you know, in closing thoughts, I want to thank you as clinicians for what you do, how you serve, being in the trenches, taking care of people and help them live a better life. So we are hackers off to you and your hard work and your commitment to to all those around you that you serve. So uh, enjoy the close of the year and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you, Doc. Good to see you. Thank you. This episode was brought to you by Align Life Chiropractic and Natural Health Centers. If you're interested in creating your dream practice or want to know more about Align Life, go to alignlifepodcast.com.